to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, if you have a problem that you want to discuss or just share like an interesting lifestyle that you lead, <laughs> write in uh, to Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com and I'll have you on the show. I recently got a lot of emails actually from listeners, which is great. And um, that's why I'm on the show today. One of the people who emailed me. Uh, who was a listener of the show and was like, hey, listen, me and my girl. It was this guy emailed me. Uh, His name was Rob. And he said, me and my girl have a polyamorous relationship. And we've done all kinds of stuff. And he was interested in coming on and talking all about it. And he said his girlfriend was going to come on too, which is great. So literally the first time I actually have a couple on together. It's Rob and Rue. And they're a couple who have been together for a while. And they're polyamorous or poly something or other. (laughs) I don't know. They say this word that I don't really understand. Um, and they explain like how they, uh, how that all works within their relationship and, you know, how they met, what they've done in the past uh, and what led them to sort of wanting to uh, have a polyamorous relationship. It's really interesting. I'm always interested in these alternative sort of relationships because I think the regular relationships, the monogamous, like I'm going to be with you forever relationships are, don't really seem to really work that well. Um, so I'm always like interested in hearing whether these kind of relationships work, maybe no relationships work, or maybe relationships aren't supposed to last forever. That's what I actually think. I think some monogamous relationships work when they just work for as long as they do. And then they're over, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they were failures or that they, you know, it was bad. It's just that that's just the way it's supposed to be. Right. So I don't know. I could just go on and on about this kind of talk, this topic because it's always fascinating to me. Um, so anyway, so stay tuned. I'm going to get right to the podcast. Stay tuned. I'll be right back on with Rob and Rue. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Rob and Rue. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on the phone with Kathy. How are you, guys? I'm doing good. Yeah, we're great. Yeah, it's, you guys are great. And it's great to have like the first couple on my show. Like a lot of people have pitched it to me in the past, but it's never worked out. But it's like very exciting for me to finally have both people on the phone. And just so my listeners know, like you guys live together, right? I'm assuming. Are you guys married or just dating or whatever? I don't know. But you live together, right? We live together. We've been dating for two years. We're working on getting married here. 
fairly soon. Right. But they're like literally in separate rooms talking on the phone <laughs> to yeah. me. That's how, that's how it's going to work. Right. So now mm-hmm. you guys were listeners of the show. Right. And you wrote to me saying you'd love to be on the show. And like you because you do listen to my podcast and you know, I don't like to know a lot of information. I don't you didn't give me a lot of information, which I love. You guys said that you were all I know is that you are poly amorous couple and then you used another word which i can't even pronounce what's the other word poly what was the other word that you used oh, oh polyfidelity what right, yeah polyfidelity or polyfidelitous yeah polyfidelitous what is that i don't even know what that is how old are you guys first of all because it's like it's like a different time thing for me i think i was born in the wrong generation I'm, i should have been born in your guys generation i'm 30 mm-hmm. and rob's 36 Okay, cool. So what's polyfidelity or polyfidelitous? Is that how I, am I saying it correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, basically, it's, it's, it's uh, just another, I guess, branch of polyamory um, where basically we're not looking for just sleeping around or anything like that. We're actually looking for someone to be with, so to say. Like in basically, we're looking to add like a third person into our relationship permanently. Like, this is our boyfriend, this is our girlfriend, this is our third person in our family, you know? Right, so it's not just like for sex, right? It's like literally, like you guys are going to have another, like it's going to be an emotional connection as well, right? For both of you? Yeah, right. Now, how does it get decided, like whether it's a male or a female? Are you guys open to either one? We're open to either one, but we've both decided that... um Women are kind of crazy. It would be a little bit harder. <laughs> so we're, we're mostly looking for another guy to add into our situation. Oh, my God. Isn't that, that so funny that the be... woman is the one that says that, oh, women are too crazy. I totally know what you mean. Oh, I'm, I am perfectly... Women are catty. I'm perfectly all right with admitting that. Yeah, yeah, I know. We all know it. Um, so you guys have decided it's a dude that you want to add into your relationship. I mean, we've... We're open to the possibility of another girl if we find the right person. Mm-hmm. But we've been mostly we've been mostly kind of heading towards the guy direction. Okay, now let me just get some backstory on you guys because I just love like like I said mm-hmm. I love your guys' generation where you guys are open because I think this is kind of stuff is like much more common nowadays. I mean, not totally common, but it's going to be more common I think as time goes on and people in the younger generation I think are open to you know different kinds of relationship because I think that they've seen and what as it's really pretty obvious that the typical like relationship like monogamous relationship between one man and one woman for the rest of their life in your the past for you because you're 36 like were you ever married and if you weren't like did you have long-term relationships and were they monogamous or did you always have like this kind of a relationship with people or is this the first time uh well this is the first time um i i've been married before but it it was a very short-lived marriage um like a two-monther uh, it, well, basically it was a, it was about a, a couple months marriage, but then it was like a longer divorce <laughs> and you know how that goes. Oh my God. Wait, but like, did you make people come to a wedding and give you gifts and then you guys like broke up? No, two months no, later? No. Oh, okay. Cause no. I get really upset with people like that. It's like, don't take me for that fucking ride and then make me come to your stupid wedding and give you a gift. And then you break up two months later. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything extravagant. So, yeah, we didn't. We didn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> so you got married. It didn't work after a couple of months. 
Uh, that's a right. whole other story. We're not just going to get into that because that's a little weird. But so, <laughs> yeah. and then it took a long time to get divorced. How come? Was there like a lot of money or something like that? Oh, no, no. It was just, it was just a court process. It wasn't really a huge deal, um, mm-hmm. but just the court process. And then at the time we were living in different states. Mm-hmm. So that, that took a little longer. But, uh, but were um, you in always, the, I mean, in, just were, in the end. Were you guys always, were you always, first Rob, and then I'll ask Rue, were you always, and I'm just going with the older guy first, because I feel like, you know, <laughs> he grew up in a little bit of a different generation, even though it's not oh, that big of a difference, right? Because he's only six years older than you. But like, were oh, you- Oh yeah, go ahead and ask away. Yeah. Were you, Rob, like monogamous in your relationships in the past, or were you a cheater? Like, what was your deal? Uh, I was monogamous. I, I've never, I've never done really anything besides like- I mean, I had one experience once where it was like a buddy of mine and his girlfriend and my girlfriend at the time. Um, we kind of, I guess, decided to go ahead and try like a sort of like a swap or a foursome or something like that. Mm-hmm. Was but, there like uh, a lot of alcohol involved? Uh, no, no, really? actually. <laughs> so you're just yeah, hanging out um, with your girlfriend and he's hanging out with his girlfriend and you guys like without any alcohol or anything, were like, hey, let's swap partners and all have sex. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Where do you guys live? Unfortunately, that didn't even work out because the right. girls, um, they, you know, girls, they uh, started getting jealous. <laughs> of each other, so, so nothing ended up going too far. But it was the guys that were into it. Yeah, basically. So you were into seeing your girl get fucked by your friend and he wanted his. That's a very common theme, by the way. I didn't realize this until I started my podcast that a lot of guys want to watch their girls get fucked by another guy. But that's more like sexual. Like what you guys are doing (laughs) is like not just sexual, right? Like it is like, I mean, you like you just said, you're like a typically a monogamous person. So like what is it in this situation that you decided that you would like to or why have the need to add somebody in, right? If you typically are a monogamous person. What about you, Rue? Let me get to you first, too. I'm sorry. I'm jumping mm-hmm. ahead. So what has your relationship okay. history been about? Are you the one that's, like, driving this polyamorous thing? Or are you, <laughs> like, is that how you've always lived well, your life? Or what's your deal? I have had more experiences um, with the threesome-ish kind of stuff than, than Rob that has. Um Mine actually, I had a friend when I was in high school. I was 17. Mm-hmm. She was an older friend, somebody I worked with. Mm-hmm. And she had a relationship similar to this. And we used to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it, was, it was fascinating to me that, you know, okay, you're, you guys are sharing her husband. Okay, cool. That's, you guys are all work with this. You're all have fun with it. Okay. And we used to just talk about it. We always had, like, I've always been interested in different things. And, and to me, okay, for personally, for me, the, um, Poly, polygamy mm-hmm. has always fascinated me. Me too. Even as a, when I first learned about it, I've always I've been completely fascinated by it. Yeah, me too. About having the, the support system, mm-hmm. even. Don't you feel the way, especially person there to help? And don't you feel the way, especially because you guys admitted to me that you had a baby because we were trying to schedule our podcast (laughs) together, right? I'm like, I have a baby, so I got to schedule. And you're like, you have a baby. And I've been talking so much about polygamy now that I have a baby because I really believe that once a baby comes into play, and I don't have a guy, and I'm like, thank God, because I would not want to fuck him at the (laughs) end of the day. Like, I just would need those duties to be given to somebody else, like, because I think it would, I would just need a break. And I think that, like, that alone, (laughs) so I've been thinking to myself, like, that's probably 
probably why polygamy would be better because there's just certain times in a woman's life where maybe she'd mm-hmm. like to share the responsibility of taking care of guys because guys are needy. I really think that they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> and when you have a baby, that baby is very needy, right? So you're just like, it's really mm-hmm. difficult. So I really believe as well in sharing the the duties with other women and i hope that yeah right i think i hope that like in the future future it's a it's a done deal but so you guys but you don't even want other women in the in the mix you guys want another guy but so we want another guy but for me it started it for me it started young because she invited me into a threesome and got pregnant and after that, like, we were waiting until I turned 18 before I got into this with them. Wait, who got husband. pregnant? You got pregnant? My friend. No, my friend got pregnant. Okay, so you she and the her girl, husband were going to invite me. Right. You got it. You went into with the girl from work, right? But didn't they have another partner in mm-hmm. already? Or that you did you do the three of them? She was married. Mm-hmm. She was married. This, she had already finished her threesome, her, her tribe with her other friend. Oh, okay. And her and her husband invited me into one when mm-hmm. I was 17, but we were waiting. I was about to turn 18 mm-hmm. and they invited me in. And how old were and they? She got pregnant. She was 30. Okay. And so how she was long... a bit older than me. Okay. But not that much, but how long did that last or did it just end because she got pregnant? We never even got to it. We never even started having the threesome, but it was already implanted in my head about it. Mm-hmm, totally. um, we never, we never had the threesome because she got pregnant and decided, well, she's pregnant and we're you know, put that on the back burner and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just never happened. But because we talked about it so much and I was so interested in it, mm-hmm. it kind of stuck with me. It stuck with me quite a bit. And then a few years later, I had another friend and her husband invite me into a threesome. <laughs> and that one, it was, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they they flocked to me. I don't know. No, I think that when you They put, invited me. I didn't even... <laughs> no, I think when you open yourself up to something and you start to ruminate about it in your mind, mm-hmm. it like goes out and then that energy comes back to you. I believe in that, right? So you were open to oh. it and you were oh, curious. Yeah. So of course, those kind of people... Mm-hmm. I think people could smell that from a mile away, right? So you got offered another yeah. threesome and I'm assuming that one took off. That one was... Uh, it wasn't like full intercourse. It was mutual masturbation kind of thing. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we... we um for six, seven months, on and off, would just have fun. Wait, the um, whole week, but for six or seven months, you were with them and you only jerked off? Never intercourse ever? Me, no, because I was always the extra person. Okay, and that was their rules and regulations? It wasn't even a spoken rule. It was kind of one of those unspoken things. And um, But then I started dating somebody and we all had fun together. Mm-hmm. So there's four of us, mm-hmm. but we all have fun together. So, you know, we'd all mutually masturbate and then go to your partner and have fun. Okay. But would you, and, did you um, ever swap? Did you ever wind up doing anything with no, them? Okay. No, we, we didn't swap. We didn't swap. And then, um, so we went on, we did that for about seven months before it kind of gets to the point where it was getting, you know, you wanted intercourse, but I didn't want to screw up their stuff. So mm-hmm. we just kind of stopped. And mm-hmm. then, I've always been more open to it, and I have a group of friends that were who had talked. They had had threesomes by themselves, and one day we all had a big fivesome. It was just kind of one day. It was like, hey, this is my friend's birthday. It was a birthday gift. We had five of us, and we all just kind of had fun. Wait, wait, but how does that happen? So wait, so you're having threesomes, and then you find out that your other girlfriends, like you were like, oh, I had a threesome. They're like, oh, I had a threesome too, right? Is that what happened? And then you're at a party. Yeah, we, then- were, we always... My friend Chris and his girlfriend and his 
and then our two friends from college, we just all talked about it one day, and we're like, you know, we went and we, we had, um, like, we, I don't know if you've Dave and Foster's in New York, but we were, yeah. like, a game bar. Mm-hmm. So we were there for his birthday, and we were just chit-chatting, and uh, said, hey, you want to have a threesome for your birthday? Yeah, sure. And then it looked at me, because I'm, again, the odd man out, because they were two couples. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, mind you, on this was, this, I have I have four weird friends, and on the way to Dave and Buster's, they got naked in the back of my car. So, right. like, and we drove right past the cop, and it was it was interesting. So it was already brought up, kind of, because they were all, I'm you know driving, and my friend my friend Samantha's sitting between the seats of our van naked. And I'm like, Sam, you need to go back and put your seatbelt on at least. Oh my <laughs> Just god! Don't get pulled over. But was so there alcohol involved in kinda, this situation? No. Okay. Not at that point. <laughs> and so then no, you all I, went I back really to that. I don't need alcohol to be crazy. No, I love that. I th- that's what I think is so interesting, <laughs> you know, because I think a lot of times alcohol plays into it. But I think people that are really serious about this kind of stuff, it they don't need alcohol, right? So you guys all went back to the house, and then you With, all did each other. Well, like I was a mutual masturbation because it's two couples. I, mm-hmm. you know, they all had fun, a lot of fun, and with. Rob is the only person that I have actually had full-on threesome contact full sex. Your guy now, Rob, who's on the phone, right? This guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yeah. He's the only one that we've had full-on. I've had full-on intercourse with like two men at once, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, we we met met online. We met through a dating site. And um, (laughs) he... um, what caught me at my eye about him is he wrote me a letter, an actual letter with punctuation and like a hello carry comma and first <laughs> sentence introductory and like the body three paragraphs conclusion and a, sincerely. <laughs> right. And wait, what, and, what um, was this like a regular online sort of site or was it like an alternative yeah. place where people are like, Oh, I'm into. No, like, it was poems. a regular, it was just a plain, mm-hmm. just a plain, just a plain dating site. That's mm-hmm. all it was. And that's, I mean, this stuff in our relationship didn't really even come up for a year into our relationship. Right. So, Rob, I mean, when I you first met her, right, when, Rob, when you first met her, did was she pretty open about, the, like, this kind of stuff with you? And, like, did it freak you out? Or were you, like, turned on by it? Or were you, like, how did you feel about it when you first found out? Um, well, we've always had really great communication. So we talked about a lot of things. Um, uh, to be honest, Everything. when she was first telling me about, um, her friends and all that. I wasn't like freaked out, but I was kind of taken a, a little bit aback, you know. But um, like I said, we we do talk about <laughs> pretty much everything, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so I, you know that that kind of like when that was like wow when 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 did you tell me all that stuff? Like pretty early on, right? Yeah, but, it was in like um, the first three weeks, I think. I'm not very. I'm an open book, so I'm just yeah. Hey. Right, you're kind of like, if this is going to scare you off, you're going to scare them off. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If I'm going to scare you off, at least let, let me be myself completely in the beginning so that you know that I'm a freak right up front, and we're fine with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no bait and switch. No, no, no I'm not no, catfishing anybody. Right, so... I don't so, catfish anybody. So you started letting him know that you were, like, pretty open sexually, and Rob, so at first it kind of freaked you out? 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, like, um, disgusted or anything or mm-hmm. even, like, oh, no, I can't be with this girl. Right. Or whatever. Um, but, you know, it. it's, I mean, it, there are experiences that I pretty much didn't have. She had a lot more experiences than me, so. Right, so you felt maybe, like, a little bit, like, how am I going to, like, sort of be able to satisfy this person or she just knows more than I do kind of thing? More so than a judgmental yeah, thing, right? <laughs> Right. Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, so that's, so then she put it out there. And then, so when did you guys start talking about doing it in your relationship? Like, Rue, you're, I'm assuming you're the one that brought it up. And is it because you started to get, like, sort of, <laughs> not bored of the sex, <laughs> oh, no. but like. No, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't bring it up. I did No, that's what I said <laughs> no, you. I yeah. said Rue. I didn't say Rob. I know, oh, who's, I, said you. <laughs> I know who's driving this stuff, Rue. <laughs> I could tell in the first <laughs> two minutes we... of the call. Rob is like the, he's Truthfully, along for the we, ride. Uh, <laughs> not, not always. Don't let him fool you. Oh my God. Don't let him fool you. He's please. We have like, when we go in public, he, he tries to embarrass me and I don't get embarrassed easily and he manages it a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like with this situation, you could tell that like he was like, I don't know when he, Rob tells me that he's like pretty monogamous kind of guy and this kind of stuff like, and he didn't have all this experience. Like, you know, you're the one opening up this right. world to him. Right. And of course, what guy well, is going to say like that they're not into it. Right. I think that it's like, actually probably if he really trusts you, if the guy really trusts the girl and you have mm-hmm. a real relationship, right? Which I'm assuming after a year, he really knew you and you guys oh, yeah. were in love by then. You know, why would it, oh, why yeah. would he be like anti you saying, hey, let's like bring some, I don't know about the guy thing. Like we have to get into that because I'm curious of like what takes place between both the guy, like Rob and the guy. Well, what really brought it up, it's a Toad Blow song. Um, and they're talking okay. about, you know, <laughs> watching people getting it on in freaky sex clubs. Like, and I was just randomly just kind of brought it up. I'm like, it'd be kind of cool to go to one of those clubs. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. <laughs> and that's where it went. And it just went with there. And when it came to actually looking for that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I let him do it. You what? I let him. Said, look, I let him right. take the reins. Like, look, because we brought it up talking about sex clubs like we and he's the researcher i'm the kind of flippant let me just go do something he's the researcher in our relationship okay so he, so he googled did a lot of and research. found he googled and found the good sex he stuff to googled <laughs> he was we looking everything. for oh god everything everything it doesn't matter what it is i let him do the research and i take you know give him an idea uh-huh. but um he looked up like area our area 
for sex clubs for these kind of things. And we were kind of like, well, our area is kind of not Bible something exactly, but it's not really overly progressive. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of hesitant to really look for anything in our area because we weren't looking for what we're looking for is something relationship wise. We're not looking for that. Okay. Let me bang your wife. <laughs> no, we're, <laughs> we're looking for another person to be like his, his best friend, my boyfriend, our boyfriend, you know, our group. Mm-hmm. Wait, now so, I need to know this, but Rob, is this something where you're going to get it on with the guy too? No, not necessarily. Um, I like, I've, I've talked to her a million times about this before. I'm not attracted to guys at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, there, there's always been some curiosity as far as like oral goes. Meaning but, like no. to blow the guy or to get a blowjob or both? Both. Uh-huh. both. So you'd blow a guy, but you're not. But see, I think people would be like, you got to be kidding me. How could you think that that's not like into guys, right? If you would blow someone. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. Like, it, it's hard for me to even explain it, but uh-huh. um like, I don't consider myself gay or bisexual or anything like that because I'm not, like I said, physically attracted to any men. Like, I'm not going to s- see a guy walk down the street and I'm going to stare at him thinking he's hot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in the sense of, like, let's say we're all together and things are going down, something happens, yeah, that's, I mean... So you're curious at more of it in like a, in the the middle of a sexual experience, but like you say, you're not, that's right, like an interesting right. way to explain it. I mean, I would never think of it that way, but like, that's how it makes sense. Like when you explain it that way, like that, that's how it is. I don't know what you would call that, right? Like you say, you don't consider yourself bi or. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Like I said, like I, I wouldn't like, if I wasn't with Rue, um, I wouldn't go out looking for a relationship with a guy, you know? Right. I I wouldn't go out and try to seek sexual adventures with a guy by himself or anything like that. Um, But but what we're kind of looking for is a a loose sandwich. Right. But let me ask you this (laughs) though, Rob, don't you believe though that after a while, if this guy is in your life for a while, that like you'd probably maybe after you gave him a blowjob and he gave you a blowjob, maybe you'd get more curious about other things. At this point in time, no, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I never say never kind of thing. Right. Let me ask you this, because you guys said <laughs> you've had, you've had blow, you've had blowjobs, you've had um, uh, threesomes already, right? Have they always been with women or have you done, you've done, you've done other guys with Rob. You said that, right, Rue? Right. It's just mm-hmm. been men so far. Oh, okay. So you've had threesomes mm-hmm. with guys, yeah. but have you gotten the blowjob yet or given a guy a blowjob yet or no? No, uh, well, not with these guys that we were with, um, but I have in the past received a blowjob. Oh my God, this is what's so interesting about people. (laughs) Because sometimes someone says something and then you're like, okay, and then they start saying more and then you're like, wait a second, I don't know. (laughs) You you know, when did you get a blowjob from a guy? And that one was a drunk adventure. <laughs> okay, but like blackout drunk, like you don't remember and someone has a picture of it? Or like drunk, like you were no, drunk? No, no, no. I you remember. I've, I've never done the blackout drunk thing. Okay. <laughs> um, drunk enough to let my inhibitions go. So, 
<laughs> okay, but wait, how old were you and when did that happen and what was the scenario and who was it? Like, what oh, was that? Oh, wow. Um, it was about, what, maybe 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was actually a friend of mine. We were just hanging out. Um, and we were, we were hanging out and it just happened basically. Okay. Where? Like at the, at your house and you guys were drinking, right? And like who decided to like make the move on the other person? Was your friend gay? Were you guys both like totally straight? And like, who was the person that made the move? Like, how did it switch from like two friends hanging out, drinking beers to like someone blowing someone? Well, it was, it was him that made the move. And, uh, like I, like I said, it was we're, we were both straight, or at least <laughs> I was straight. Um, and I don't know about him completely, but right. he wasn't gay at the time. I don't know about now. Okay, <laughs> but what move did he make? Uh, but, like, did he start kissing you? Like, did you guys like kiss, or did he just like pull your pants down? No, it was more like uh, like talking about it. Really, mm-hmm. um, the conversation came up, and he he was asking if. Basically, if I if I've ever received one from a guy, and, and I said no, and from there it went on to would you ever, and it happened. <laughs> and you said yes, and then yeah. he pulled it, and then did, so he blew you, and like was it like amazing? Um, it, I mean, it's a it's a blowjob. Of course, it's gonna feel good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just like the mechanics of it, right? A mouth on your dick. But like, let me ask you oh, this. Yeah. Like yeah. you thinking like, oh, that's a guy sucking me off. Like did that create sort of like, you know, did that add to the sort of fun of it? Or was it like you were picturing it being a girl and it was just like a regular blowjob? Like, or was the fact that it was a guy the reason why no, it was I, hot? I don't think was, yeah, the fact that it was a guy had no no relevance to it. I. I mean, it was, it just felt great. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But it wasn't, it wasn't like an extra turn on because it was a guy or anything like that. So it could have been a girl that night and it would have been the same thing. Right. And so that was the only blowjob you got from a guy that one time bis- since? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so you guys have had all, so now do you, when you guys have brought these guys into your threesomes now in your relationship, how many of them have you done? since you guys been together two years and you said that you brought this up after a year. So you guys have had a year of sort of having these threesomes, right? Right. And yeah, now, on and off. right now, let me ask you this, like in the beginning, a year ago when you discussed the, let's go to swing clubs, did you already know that you're looking for like that third person to be your partner and you just haven't found a partner and that's why you've just been having threesomes for a year? Or did you just decide recently that you want to make it a partner and not just do the threesomes like you have been in the past. We we well, talked about it intensively mm-hmm. before we ever brought anybody in. Mm-hmm. Like because we're really we're very open about what we talk about and really how we feel and we get it out in the open so that there is no there is no deep seating worries or there's no nothing that we haven't discussed. So mm-hmm. we had talked about it. We talked about swinging and we're like, yeah, I don't think I want to do swinging because it's just there's some random guy. It's not. Rather the connection. Okay, so we're talking about adding another couple. Uh, that's another, you know, we're like, oh, that's other dynamic is kind of a little, a little much because then you've got, you've got your feelings, their feelings, their feelings as a couple, your feelings as a couple. Mm-hmm. How do you intersperse this? Mm-hmm. So we discussed it some more and we said, well, okay, we could go to sex clubs, but you're kind of 
defeats the purpose of finding a relationship. Uh-huh. So we, we looked into it some more and decided, okay, one person. Then we decided, is it a girl or a guy? Okay. Now, I personally, I can appreciate the female form, and I have no problem doing things with girls in the middle of, of a threesome or whatever. But again, like he does not with guys, it's, to me, adding an extra girl brings a lot of problems, and mm-hmm. I'm not overly attracted to women. Right. I like, I think, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, it's, we're kind of weird, and I'll point out a good, like, looking ass, like, mm-hmm. hey, babe, look at that girl's ass, look, 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 look. Right. you know, but it's not what I'm attracted to either, <laughs> we do this often, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Very but, but we, we talked about it, we decided that, you know, another guy. Well, let me ask it. you, Rob, like, yeah, Okay, but let me ask you, Rob, if it was like, were you okay? Like she says like, oh, like it's not what I'm attracted to. So why would I care about having a threesome? You know, but like since Rob, you feel the same way about guys, right? You could give or take with them. Wouldn't you prefer for the third person to be a woman? Or are you the type of person because you're kind of monogamous by nature that you don't need anyone else besides Rue anyway? So you're not sort of jonesing for another woman? Right. There was no preference. I mean, we have an awesome relationship with or without a third. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's been great from the beginning. This was never like something to fix the relationship, so to say. Right. It, it's always been just for like that extra, you know, bit of it. Um, right. But let me consider it an enhancement. A what? What's that? We consider it an enhancement to our relationship. Right. But how come, right. So what is the deal with wanting? Cause I understand getting the sex more than the relationship aspect. That's what I find the most interesting because I don't understand that as much. I've always wanted to be a swinger one day. Like when I'm like 68, I want to be like a swinger (laughs) or something. I don't know. (laughs) Like, and I just, just to have like crazy sex and do whatever the fuck I want. But like to have, like, I don't even like to have a relationship with one person, let alone two people, you know, like (laughs) what is the desire, right? to have that like why is it so important that it's a relationship right because you guys keep making it a point that it's not just about sex but then when rob just made his sort of analysis it sounded like it was just for an extra sexual kind of a thing but i know rue you keep making well, a point to say that it's more for a relationship well for for me it's like the polygamy thing mm-hmm. having that extra person in the relationship to aim help Rob with his emotional needs, mine my emotional needs, and we help that person with theirs. The sex part is because, A, I like having sex with two men, and he likes watching me have sex with other men. So right. it kind of just works that way. Okay, so it is. He so, enjoys that quite a bit, don't I, Right. Listen, I've, I got to tell you that on my podcast, when I look at the analytics, the ones where the guys either watch their girls fuck other guys or talk about the fact that they want their girl to fuck other guys is my most listened to podcasts. Like that's like the hottest fantasy out there. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I never even knew about that before I started to do my podcast, but it turns out that is a, a hot thing that guys like. So obviously Rob, like you don't get jealous when you see her with another guy. If anything, it turns you on. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't get jealous at all. Um, actually the, the first guy we were, we were with was kind of like a trial run to test that uh-huh. and it was non-existent. <laughs> right. And if anything, like I'm assuming though, that it was actually a turn on, right? Oh yeah. Now do you get double penetrated? We haven't tried that yet. 
You more so can I take turns? You are? No, I mean, I've, I personally have not, no. Uh-huh. We haven't tried that yet. We're willing to try it. We just haven't gotten to that point where we find somebody, A, that's consistent enough, and B, that we really want to do it with. Um, my, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had sex while blowing one of the other guys at the same time, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. That's, you know, technically double penetration. Done that quite a few times, and I actually like that, and so do they. So, um, right. we haven't found anybody to actually have, like, you know, anal and vaginal at the same time, or you know, what have you. Right, and because you, you also it's more start- of a yeah. Because we're trying to find the right person, and we haven't found them yet. We're, yeah, that's we're what I was going to ask. Person, that'll be the right one. Right. Now, when you say, though, because, like, I know that, like, we, we were talking, like, and giving girls a bad rap and saying we're all kind of, like, high maintenance and annoying and, you know, God forbid you add another girl into the mix, it could be kind of irritating, right? But, like, you know, guys have their flaws, too, right? <laughs> so, like, adding <laughs> another guy to the mix, right? When you say, Rue, like, oh, we're adding another guy because, like, I, like, the whole polygamy thing, like, you know, I want to sort of share the responsibilities. And so, like, you know, this other person could help with Rob's emotional needs. Like, do you really think you're going to find a guy that's going to be able to help him with his emotional needs? Like, I feel like that guys don't do that with for each other. <laughs> Or do you just well, mean like I mean, companionship like, needs? Like, you know, like they could just be dudes and they well, could just hang out with each being, other. Right. Hang out, be best friends. Like what we're looking for is they're best friends and we all share each other. Mm-hmm. Whether that's yeah, emotional like, or yeah. like, because Rob and I are our best friends. Mm-hmm. We, he and I, we and I, we don't need other people. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't. I don't need a girl's night out. He doesn't need a guy's night out. No, we but you guys do. No, no, but you do need another person. Like you do want a little bit more companionship. Like maybe you don't want full on friends, right? But you want to take that and bring it into your house because you need a little bit of something more that each of you give. Because that's why you're bringing another person in, right? Which well, I think really. actually we could be makes this sense. Happy without people, we could be this happy without a third person. We're uh-huh. happy. We're completely happy. The third person would be just, like I said, be like an extra to love, frankly. We have a lot of love to give, and we want another person in our relationship to, A, give us love, you know, give each other love. Yeah, you're a much have better person sex, than I you know? am. I don't have enough love. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> having more than one kid. I don't even love my cat anymore now that I had a baby. Like, I'm just like, I just don't have enough of that to give put around. <laughs> But I might just nah. be a horrendous person. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know what I mean? No, we both have we both have really big hearts, and we love we love people. I mean, we just do. Yeah, but you do, okay? But listen, I have to let let you know the things that the kind not hypocritical, but things that like sort of say like you say one thing and then it doesn't sort of go with something else. Like you just said before that like you don't even have other friends. Like you don't have a need for them. You don't have other friends, right? But yet you say you love people, right? So I would think people who love people and how that would have lots of friends and would be super social and be very out there. Right. But yet you're making it seem like oh, no, you guys stay sort of isolated. We're super social. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're not super social. It's, we don't have any close, super close friends. We have like a couple close friends mm-hmm. and then we have plenty of acquaintances. Yeah. I like think we have normal. a lot of friends at work. Mm-hmm. Well, that's normal we when you get older. You don't have like 80 friends when you're older. You know, I mean, I think that that's pretty normal. No. Like my best friend lives in Scotland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a long I distance her, friendship. You know, <laughs> 
Yeah, she's my best friend. She lives in Scotland. She comes and visits every couple of years. But mm-hmm. we can talk to each other like we haven't, you know, like mm-hmm. we've been talking to each other every day, even though it's been months apart. And, you know, we've got friends like that. I have, a, I have another friend that we, again, lives not that far away, but we both really have really busy schedules. So mm-hmm. it's not that we don't have friends. It's more that we don't have friends that we have come over and hang out at the house. Right, but if you get this third person, it's kind of like a roommate, right, that is always around, an extra friend that never leads, and you get to to have sex with them every day, like all the time too, right? Right. (laughs) So it is like, it's not such a bad deal. Like, I totally get it, right? And it's like, like I said, it kind of makes sense if you're the type that don't really want to go out and be with friends, right? So you're just going to like bring that extra person in, so now you have like... You have two needs met, right? You get a little action, and then you have that that friend, that extra companionship need met as well. Now, what is what are you looking for in the guy that you haven't met him yet? Like, what's your criteria? Like, what have you guys figured out that you're looking for? It, it's more basically them wanting the same thing we want. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys that are that are like um, I, like I screen a lot of, um, I guess. When I when I put an ad out there, or and I'm looking for someone, mm-hmm. I screen a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of <laughs> Ruth doesn't even know half the stuff I screen out. <laughs> I can imagine, um, right? We're going to take over that portion, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, most of them are just guys looking to get off and mm-hmm. you know just be with the with the girl or with the guy or or both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for. A relationship that extra connection, that extra friendship, relationship, whatever it is. Well, Rob, um, so now you know what it's like to be a girl, okay? <laughs> that's how girls feel. I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I guess Welcome so. to our world. <laughs> that's just guys. Hey, it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It feels for us. And he screams very well. Right. He screams very well. Mm-hmm. He'll give me a synopsis of if we find somebody cool. Wait, where do you guys advertise? Where, where do you guys advertise? Where like, where, is there like a forum or a place where you like? Is there a dating site for people that are into this? Well, there are a few, but um, we I haven't had any success with with those. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they're not usually in our area. Our area is very yeah. like it's a very closed off. And Please, you yeah, guys have had so much crazy sex that I want to know where you live because, like, a lot of shit is going down there. Okay, <laughs> you guys act like you live in the Bible no, Belt. No, it's, you've it's had five sums and three sums. He's been blown by his friend. I mean, come on, <laughs> there's a lot of shit that goes down <laughs> where all... you live. <laughs> People don't want to admit it. That's well, the way. If, it, if it is, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody exactly. wants to bring it up. Nobody wants to be open about it. No, I know that's why I do my show because like, I think that this stuff really goes down, right? Because I hear from people from all over, you know, the United States, right? People call me from, I post ads mm-hmm. all over and I get people calling from all over and this is stuff is going on all over, right? People would think, oh, it's just a place. Mm-hmm. Like, I live in New York City, right? And I feel like there's more of this shit going on in like a small town in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> right? Than here. This is like, that's yeah, why probably. I do my show because I think it's fascinating that this is the stuff that's going down that people don't talk about because they can't because people are super judgmental. But um, so you so you're screening the people. I would assume that it's pretty hard because like, listen, I would think, oh, it'd be great if there was a dating website strictly for people that are into that. So you could weed out the bullshit. But there's probably not a lot of people just yet. Right. That are really into that to sort of find, you know, to have a one website. Right. And populate that because it's probably not a lot of people in your 
in your vicinity, right? You want someone to move in with you, right? And live with you. And so he, that person right, has to eventually. live close. It's, I think it would be pretty hard yeah. to find. And then, you know, even if you find one guy that's into it, how do you know if he's going to be like looks wise, what you're looking for a personality, you know, it's like a hard kind of thing to find. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. <laughs> Now, have you ha- have you met people and gone on dates and like sort of you know and then like and shit went down and it wasn't good? Like, what's gone on? Well, our first our first one that we met, mm-hmm. he was really nice. It was it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but he had his own situation going on, and then it kind of just we went on a, two first dates, and then it kind of couple other encounters, and then it kind of tapered off, and he kind of disappeared. And but the, he had his own situation. What was his situation that was going on on his side? So he had a woman. On he the had side? he had a, he had a girlfriend, which is something we don't like in our criteria. Uh-huh. And he came out and told us that he had one, but she wasn't able to have sex or something like that. We and I didn't we didn't try or anything. We weren't trying to get into his relationship because uh-huh. that's one of our criteria that they don't have a girlfriend uh-huh. because we don't want to pry into somebody else's relationship and we don't want to cause strife so you can kind of look for a single guy um, right you want to invite someone into your relationship because at least you guys know where you stand in your relationship you have more control in that like you said I totally think that that's smart and then we had had another encounter and it just it wasn't right it just wasn't right the sex was good but it was a little rougher than what we were used to and he kind of was he wasn't quite right you know you get that feeling it's like you know you're a really nice guy, but this isn't, you know, this isn't working for us. Uh-huh. Um, we've tried talking to a couple other people, but they haven't panned out. Like, one guy just didn't show up one night and refused to stop talking. Like, he wanted to do it, but then when it came down to the wire, uh-huh. he couldn't jump off the cliff and actually, you know, take the last step. Right, maybe he got freaked um, out. That's uh-huh. happened, that, right. And that's happened with a couple guys where they're not actually willing, or they want to talk about it a lot. Uh-huh. But when it comes down to it, then, no, oops. Nope, I don't want to. No, I don't want to go meet you. I want to. Well, let me um, ask you, Rob. One. Yeah, the last one. Sorry, and then I'll ask Rob the question. I was mm-hmm, ask. Okay. No, you go. The last one. The last one. He. Um. I was pregnant at the time. When mm-hmm. I got pregnant, I said, "All right, if we don't find another third by a certain month, mm-hmm. like when because right. I'm starting to feel huge and I don't feel great, I don't yeah. look great, and you know okay. whatever." I said, "After a certain month, we're not going to try anymore. We'll wait till after the baby's born." Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. Right. So that's where you're um, at now. The last the last guy we met, uh-huh. he seemed really nice when he was texting and talking. And we got there and it didn't work. Like, not at all. Both what? of us kind of looked at each other within the first few minutes and went, mm-hmm. Why? He was just creepy. It wasn't anything. He was weird, ugly. Like, what was the deal? Nothing creepy or weird or ugly or anything. It just, his manner wasn't what we kind of wanted. He was more on the gay side. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He just seemed very, very gay, and that's more than what yeah, we were looking for. We were looking for. You're looking no. for a dude that's no going to get along with Rob, right? Like, I mean, Rob, you're you want to be like it's got to be a guy that you'd be like friends with, right? Like, that's important. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And like, let me ask you this, Rob, because you're a guy, right? And so you could put yourself in these guys' situation, right? Like, would you be into? Being a, a, you know, the third person in a relationship with a guy and a, a woman? 
Personally, mm-hmm. if if I was single, yes, uh, I do see myself. Um, if that ever did come up, I, mm-hmm. I probably would go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you and do you believe that this would? Because you guys are you guys married or you're getting get married soon? Yeah, we're not married yet. Um, we're working on that. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's, no, getting the process. Getting married is a process. Yeah, it's a whole legal thing, right? I mean, it's a, but you're together, you're living together, you have a baby together. I mean, like, you might as well be married. You know, what's the difference? But um, you expect that when this person comes in, like, that person, is that person, like, equal in your relationship? Or is that person, like, the added person? Do you know what I mean? Like, you guys are getting married, you guys have a kid together. Does that person come in and that person gets married, too, with you guys? Or is that person, like, more disposable than you guys because you guys have that sort of relationship first. Cause that's what I think like people would be like maybe a little, not weirded out by, but like they would be like the third person is always like maybe the odd person out. I don't know. Well, we've talked uh, about that, that if we, yeah. we added a third person that they would be our third. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be just Tim and I, we would each have individual time together after, after we've established that this person was going to be a permanent. We've talked about this, that if say me and this other guy are home, we can have sex and he's not going to be upset or, you know, right. me and I are home and he's the other one's not there. We can have sex and he's not going to be upset. We've even talked about that if I got pregnant, it wouldn't matter whose baby it was. It would just be our baby, you know. Mm-hmm. Would you let your families know? be our kid. Our family, we haven't really talked to our family. I've talked to a couple of my friends about it, but our family, it's kind of like if we meet the right person, we'll add them into the family. But beyond that, we haven't. Right, because I mean, like, if that person is really for real in your life, right? So what happens when holidays Mm -hmm. come and all that stuff, right? Like, you would have to sort of go public, right, with your situation. Oh, we've talked about that, that if it it got to the point where they were permanent in our lives, we would tell anybody. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't bother us. Mm -hmm. We've even, like, brought up scenarios to, okay, so say we go to Thanksgiving dinner, you know, at my mom's house or your mom's house, Mm -hmm. and... We bring that extra person because guess what? They're part of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You bring them. Yeah. And just tell the family. Um, we've talked about what would we do in public if we were in public and I'm holding hands with one and kissing the other. Would yeah, 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 yeah. Right. No. No, it can't be. We, I mean, I think that you guys are smart in that. I really believe like when if you're going to have a situation like that, it's got to sort of be. I mean, it's good that you guys really talked about all the different things that could go down and that. But I think it's also really good that you're both on the same page where you're kind of loose about the rules. Because I think if you're like, yeah, well, I'll let a third person in, but you can't fuck them when I'm not home. And but I don't know, like, I just think that's like a recipe for disaster. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because you just like, look, you're mutually masturbating yourself with these people and then eventually like you wanted more right so like I just think Mm -hmm. that it's like really good that you guys have like I said gone through all those scenarios and you know and have decided that you guys would be okay with anything right Mm -hmm. like you could have sex with a person when you're not there or anything because I think that's the only way to make a situation I think threesomes when it's just for sex you can have more rules and regulations but when you're inviting someone in and you're going to have a real relationship with them if you're putting up like rules and relationship rules and regulations in that situation I don't think it would work Mm -hmm. so much I mean all the rules go out the window yeah and then you have to create your own dynamic right it's like because we have kids it's like all right do what are the kids eventually call this person or, you know, what, what's the answer? How, how, when do we introduce the kids to these people? And, you know, 
all kinds of stuff. We've all thought about that and talked about it. And it what has would, be who the would right that person, person be? In the right situation. Who would that person be to the kids? What's the answer to that question? Yeah, yeah we well, haven't really decided that yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's kind of like, it, it's one of the things we have talked about, but that's one of the things that's still up in the air. You uh-huh. know, it's not, it's not one mm-hmm. of the things we have an answer for yet. Right. But, you know, we have thought about it. We have talked about it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's kind of like for us right now, mm-hmm. we're we're an open book. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not openly saying to everyone we know, hey, we do this mm-hmm. and we like this and we're looking for this. Mm-hmm. But if, let's say, one of our best friends comes to us and says, and you know, and asks us, asks us straight out, hey, do you guys do this? Right. We're not going to deny it. Mm-hmm. You know. And eventually, and when you have that... Friends- Eventually, when you have that third person, like it's going to be known to everybody. What were you going to say? You have two friends. Right. I have two friends that I have talked about it with. Uh-huh. Um, the one of my one friend that had her own three-person relationship. Uh-huh. I talked to her about it, and then I talked to one of my other friends about it, who's very open and you know free-spirited yoga instructor, and uh-huh. we've had conversations about it. So but it's kind of one of those conversations you bring up and you, oh, okay. They're like, oh, okay. Right. My other friend and I had more, you know, a more in-depth conversation about it. But I think because of the way we are, we're kind of crazy, we're weird, we're open. Mm-hmm. I don't think our friends would be very surprised by it. Right, or maybe even <laughs> your family because they sort of get, they know you all their life, right? Like, I mean, it's not like you're these, nor- right. like, you're, like you've always been sort of out of the box, I'm assuming, right? Your whole life. Right. Oh, yeah, I have. Both been. of you. Because How about you, Rob, too? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I have been, you know, I've always gone against the norm, I mm-hmm. guess, if you want to say that. Yeah, totally. So and it's not saying that mm-hmm. it's not saying that some of our family wouldn't be upset by it because I'm not really close with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I have family. I got. I have brothers. I have a sister. Mm-hmm. We ha- we over the years we've drifted apart. So it's not saying that they wouldn't have a big hit, hissy fit on their own. But you know, it's my life. Right. It's not your life. It's my life. Um, I think that they'd try to talk me out of it and they'd try to say, you know, you're, you're wrong. But frankly, if, if we're happy in the way we live, nobody's hurt, nothing's wrong. Why is our lifestyle wrong? <laughs> Why are the things that we like and love wrong? I mean, it's kind of if you're my family and you really love us, you just accept it. Uh-huh. And, and like I said, I'm sure both of our families, we'd have people who wouldn't accept it. We just have to deal with it. But that's or they'd have to they'd have and, to deal with it, right? Because you're still going to do deal what with you're going to yeah, you deal know. with, right? And it's like, what is it? It's not hurt. You're not guys are not hurting anybody. That's a whole thing about why mm-hmm. I love talking about sex because people like I don't know. People take other people like what other people do sexually like way too personal. Like it's like why do people really care? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't affect other people, right? Unless you're like raping yeah. people, you know, or whatever. Like what people do sexually is really. Listen. It's not like I'm sitting here having sex in front of my son. I'm not there right. it's doing not bad things in front of my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not in. No, I'm not in public having you know sex in public. I'm not getting arrested for indecent exposure. And this is what happens in my house. Mm-hmm. And and with for clarification, the times that we have had people over and doing anything, my son was at my gra- at his grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't ready to introduce you to this person, and yet you know what? You don't get to meet him. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's. But like I said, it's not like, you know, society itself is very, especially American society, 
is very closed off about anything sexual. Totally. Uh-huh. They yeah, don't. I've had that on my show before many times. Mm-hmm. Sex is taboo. Mm-hmm. If you are not in just a missionary position, you are wrong. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, listen to my episodes and my podcast and listen to what people are really doing. And that's why it's like mm-hmm. people are doing such crazy things because it's like everything is so taboo. If anything, it just makes it all like hotter, I think, to people, <laughs> you know, to oh, yeah. be doing shit behind closed doors that nobody knows about because it's just like everything is just so dirty because it's like everyone, mm-hmm. that's the way we look at things here, you know. Um, but like you guys, your thing isn't really about sex, like, but you're open though to having a woman, right? I, I just feel like, a, like it's probably, mm-hmm. you're probably, it'd probably be easier to find a girl. I think, unfortunately, don't you think? We were actually talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. It, yeah. That, that society would look at, okay, say just a random person watches our house. The girl comes over all the time and spends all her time here. Mm-hmm. They probably wouldn't think anything of it. They would probably just think that, hey, the girl's hanging out. You do the same thing on the flip reverse, and you have a guy over here all the time hanging out, coming and going. They would probably be suspicious. Oh, that girl's a whore. She's got two men in that house. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this the other day, that it would probably, that society, yes, would be more accepting if it was another girl, because they kind of mm-hmm. just brush it off like it's a phase. But you had another guy, and it's totally different because society views women so differently well i just mean easier not like easier in like the way it's viewed by other people i mean easier in that so many women are looking for relationships (laughs) and a lot of women (laughs) are are kind of desperate so you know it'd be probably a lot easier to find a woman that's really looking for and you know that needs a relationship like i said like rob you see like a lot of guys aren't looking for relationship they could just go out and get like most men just want sex right it's so they could and they right. could go out and find that anywhere right so you're not going to find a lot of guys that a want a relationship and b on top of that want a relationship with a guy and a woman you know it's going to be that's not to say that you can't find it right like if that's what you want you'll eventually find it right because mm-hmm. i believe that there's somebody for everybody but i just think that like a woman like there's so many women out there that do want relationships and because all the guys are like the guys that are emailing rob and they don't want relationships and they just want to fuck right there's probably a lot of more women that would be up to sharing a guy and being in a relationship and having that kind of polyamorous thing go down. So that's what I mean by easier, right. you know. Um, I know it's not ideal, right? Have you gone out with any women, like, as prospects to add in or no? No, not I haven't yet. No? I mean, and now that you have a baby, like, she might be more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like you might be the one that needs well, a little bit more than Rob, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I just think like a woman, it's like, to me, it takes a village. And I think that's when women helping women really works. Like that's what women are good for. Like, you know, helping women do women right. things. Right. Um, so I don't know. Well, I've seen plenty of guys that are, that are really take up the reins when it comes to kids too. Right. I mean, Rob is a perfect example. <laughs> I know, but the fact that you're going to find here. two of them in one time, like I got to say, you'd be very lucky. But I do believe, just like you were getting all I would be lucky. Th- no, but I do believe, listen, just the way that you attracted all these threesomes into your life, that if that's like exactly what you want and that's like your intention, like you will eventually draw it to you. Like I believe that, you know. 
I don't let mm-hmm. what I say. I think anything is possible. It's, it's all what you're looking for, what you're ready for, what you want, right? Um, you just right. it just might take longer. I'm just saying if you're open to a girl, it just might be easier. But it seems like it's really way more. You guys are you're way, especially Rue. You're way more interested in a guy, not really open to having the girl, because it's not ideal I'm for not, you, right? Because you're not, not that into them. I wouldn't say no to a girl mm-hmm. at all. I'm not going to say that it's off the table completely. It's not off the table completely. We Yes, it would be easier to find, mm-hmm. but I think in our relationship, it would be harder to have another girl versus another guy. Right. With our relationship dynamic. But, yeah, it would probably be easier to find a girl. Probably a problem. <laughs> to- 100% you know. yes, and not even probably. But why in your relationship dynamic do you think it would be more difficult? Like what's your relationship dynamic that would that makes it more difficult for a girl? I think mostly because girls are territorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty damn territorial about my house, mm-hmm. and I don't like you know. Like when we moved into the house, I Rob helped do that all the heavy lifting. I put everything away because I know where everything is. Mm-hmm. I think it would be harder to have somebody come in my kitchen, use my stuff, and then put it away if I'm wrong. And I'd be like, um, that doesn't belong there, right? <laughs> because women are very very territorial. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't say, no, come on in. If it's the right person. Right. It has to be the right person. Yeah, there's a lot of girls out there that are like guys. Like, you would do well with a girl that's like a guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are guy girls that are, like, more guy-like. You know what I mean? And, like, that kind of girl. Like, my bro? No, just like, I think I'm, like, a guy. Like, I think, like, I know girls that are more like they're just more logical girl they're not so girly girl and they're you know you don't have to read their mind or walk on eggshells and there's like a more like a maybe an alpha female or someone who's a little bit more manly you know someone that like the kind of girl that guys don't really like <laughs> you know <laughs> that's me that's me oh okay there you go I'm, well, I'm that alpha female <laughs> right that's me too but right so I think I think that um I think two alphas could get along but maybe I, I don't know though that two alphas can get along in the sa- on the same island, right? And that's what your house would be. That would be the island. And if you're the alpha, you would need a right. beta. You would definitely need a beta to coexist. I mean, you could be friends with one and, you know, but I think if you were sharing mm-hmm. a guy, it probably wouldn't work with the alpha. So forget about the guy guy. You'd have to have a, you'd have to have a girl girl and then it could be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, my sweetheart can, can, to make sure he gets the two girls and serves two girls at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's going to be a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> We're open and honest about ourselves. And, and we want to think, hmm. But you guys got well, We talked about adding a girl. Right. And adding a girl like with a strap on. Mm-hmm. Like one of those kind of things. We've, mm-hmm. talked, we've talked about that. And if we found the right, like I said, the right girl, same with the right guy. It would, it would just work. Like, we've even talked about changing our strategy about trying to find a person. Like, possibly just trying to find a friend, make friends that maybe further on we can add them in because they're already friends and we've, you know. So make some new friends that are open, more open to the idea of. Yeah, and I think you should continue to hang out at, like, swingers clubs, like, places in your area that, like, are 
you know, because just like you guys were at swinger clubs, but you were like there, but like you were looking for something different. Like I would think that you're going to more likely find somebody in a place like that than in a regular place, you know? So maybe you find the person that's at the swinger club, but that's looking for more, you know, at that place, mm-hmm. you know, and just to put more ads. I would do you put ads on Craigslist. Yeah, I've, I've actually done a couple for Craigslist. Um, mm-hmm. And then I've answered one. The, the first guy that the first guy that we um, tried this with was actually me answering his ad. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, we'll, uh, I, and I and I like I said, I put one out there, but that's about it. Right. Well, Craigslist is hard, but like I just think that there's a lot of guys on there. So if you're looking for a guy, like you know, if you're a girl looking for, like you know, it's a lot of times it's not good in certain situations, but in this situation. You know, that might be a place where somebody like that is looking, you know, but I think it's like smart that you guys put it out there and keep doing ads and, um, you know, but I think if you hang out at like the, I don't know how much, how able, like how, like how sort of realistic it would be to like get a friend in as a guy and then switch it around and be like, Hey, now like, let's kind of blow each other and you could fuck my girl. Let's have a relationship. I don't know, but maybe that would, maybe that is another angle, right? Like why not try all different things? But Mm -hmm. I think you're, it's more like, it's more likely that you're going to meet the guy and it's going to be straight up from the beginning. You know what I mean? This is somebody that's looking exactly what you're looking for and he's going to be the right person and you'll eventually find him. Like, how could you not? You know what I mean? You guys are together forever, right? You've only been together for two years. Mm Mm-hmm. So you'll eventually find that guy. Um, but I think that uh, you just got to keep looking. It's so fascinating to me. I can't wait to find out who this guy is and how you meet him and how it works out because <laughs> it's a rare breed. You know, you're working for somebody rare, but like, look, you guys met each other, right? I think some people, if you called me up, Rue, as a woman and said, oh, I'm 30 and I'm looking to be polyamorous with a guy, but I only want a guy in and like all these things, right? Like maybe some people would say, oh, you're never going to find a guy that's going to want to be with you and be open. But like, look, you met Rob, right? And vice versa, I could say the same thing Mm -hmm. to Rob, you know? Um, So I just think that there's so many people out there that are into so many different things and there's somebody for everybody. And, you know, you guys will eventually find exactly what you're looking for. I believe that. And I can't wait to hear that in my update show <laughs> like when it actually goes oh, down we can't that. wait to find that person too yeah and now we i can't know. wait to find that person too <laughs> right and so so you're looking hardcore even now that you had a baby or are you taking any time off well we we it was about i was about seven months along when i finally went nope we need to stop and we're waiting a little bit longer until the baby's a little bit older but then we're going to start looking again right Okay, well, good luck. I love hearing this kind of stuff. I think it's so fascinating. I think more and more people as time goes by will be into this kind of stuff. I mean, they've had shows on TV. It's not like, you know, a lot of people are more open to these kind of relationships. You should look for like younger guys too. Like, do you get, do you have like age range that you're looking at? We try to not go over 40 uh-huh. only because for me that 10 year, 10 year gap is a, they're in a different headspace than I am. <laughs> But what's the youngest? Like, what's the youngest that you look for? Oh, we we were saying like 25 because, again, you go too much younger. Again, it's a totally different headspace. Mm-hmm, They're right. not looking for necessarily, you know, we're, so we're looking for someone between 25 and like, like 40. 
Right, right, right. Well, that's good. Yeah. This is our age range. Yeah, you might wind up meeting like, you know, someone super young that's into it. Or maybe somebody like Rob, who's a little bit older, who's like had Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, done things pretty conventionally, but like isn't really conventional. Because Rob, like you say, you've always done things out of the box. So it was just a matter of time. Like you must have felt like you hit the jackpot when you finally met Rue, right? Because she was somebody that was like (laughs) more in line with what you were always probably looking for, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I believe it, it's every guy's dream, basically, to have someone like her. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think so. But, I mean, for you, because you're not, like, really, like, I don't know, you're not, like, a player type of guy that was always looking just for sex. But it's just, like, I think that... um oh, no. Right? I don't know. That's what you've given me the impression. But, like, no. you've just, like, more unconventional. No, I, I've and- never been. But more unconventional and like interested in doing things very different, you know, and so you met a girl. I don't even just mean sexually. It's just like it's like interesting that, you know, you found somebody as like sort of different and open to things that are different as you are. Right. And you just need that third person and they right. have to exist where you guys live. Like I believe it exists. Yeah, I'm, well, we I'm do pretty too. sure that person's out there. Um, we just have to keep looking. And hopefully, hopefully everything works out. Yeah, it always takes a long time mm-hmm. for anyone to find like the one, right? I mean, that's what you guys are looking for. You're looking for mm-hmm. the one, right? It's like if you had a girlfriend right. that was looking for a real relationship or Rob, you were, you know, you, you had a guy friend that was like, oh, I'm finally ready to meet the one. Like, you know, he's not going to go out the next day and meet the person, right? It always takes a while because what you're really looking for is somebody that, mm-hmm. you know, all the stars align, right? It's not just for sex. It's not just for a friend. So, you know, it's just going to take a little bit like right. it does for anybody to find like that real relationship. Oh, yeah. But I hope it's like soon. So I, can... I was 29 before I met Rob. Exactly. Well, hopefully it's not that long because I don't know if 30 years from now I'll still be doing this podcast. I want you to like meet someone pretty soon so I get the update. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. We're hoping. Okay. Well, keep me posted. This was like so okay. fascinating. I mean, it's exciting to have like the first couple on. And you guys, it was like talking to one person because you guys are so on the same page, you know. Um, but I think that mm-hmm. that's like a, a yeah, great... we, get, we get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I was going to ask that before, like, do you guys agree on everything? But it really seems like you do. And that's like a, that's like a good thing. You know, that's like super healthy. And I think you guys have a great relationship and, you know, I'm curious of how <laughs> it works out though, when that third person comes in and that's what I'm dying to hear about. So keep me posted and let me know, you know, when you meet that new person. Yeah, we'll definitely keep okay. posted. Um, and uh, thanks, thanks for giving us the time to speak our piece. I guess you know it. It's really, it's really nice to get that out there because we don't really talk to a lot of people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just talking to you, even though it's anonymous. No, that's the only way it works. That's what I love. I was telling my friend that tonight I had a girl on my show the other day who was my friend and I had to edit so much shit out because she wanted to be her and because she's a comedian. And I'm like, this is why I do my show anonymously because I don't have to edit shit out and people could talk about real things, you know, because they don't have to be worried about people knowing. And that's what people need to hear. People need to hear the truth. And you get it more so, I believe, if you don't tell people who people are and like, who cares who you guys really are. You know what I mean? But what matters is that like right. the people that exist and this is what you're doing and probably other people can relate or people like to hear about it. And I love it. I think it's fascinating because like I say, always my motto is like 
I never talk about celebrities because I think real people are fascinating. This is like what real people do. And I've never like it never ceases mm-hmm. to amaze me what I hear from people that call my show. I think it's super fascinating. And uh, and I love like your guys thing because I think it's progressive and it's like what will probably like, you know, a hundred years from now, like this kind of stuff that you guys are doing is going to be like very common and you guys are just like on the forefront of it, you know, so it was like a great topic for me to get on my show because, you know, I think this is the type of thing that's going to be more common as time goes by, time goes on, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, good luck. Because our society is evolving. Totally. I love it. Like I said, I was well, born in a time where everyone was like, it was 10,000 times worse when I was growing up. Like you don't even know, like, you know, so you know, you guys have it, you have it a lot better because look, you could talk to your friends about all the stuff that you do and they're kind of doing the same stuff. And, you know, it's a lot more open-minded than it was 20 years ago. So, you know, we're moving in the right direction. Thank God. (laughs) That's for sure. So thanks you guys. It was great having you on. All right. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.